Hey, dude. Hey, bro. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. Are you just, just still uh, brushing the dust off your shoulders? Yeah, it's uh, uh, like you know how Comic Con is. Yeah, it's like it's like a day at Disneyland in the heat with like more walking, and then like three of that in a row, and then like yeah, three days of that, but also like Comic Con with uh, shooting a movie, and it's not like uh, like when we shoot the movie, we we find a place to shoot and it's a controlled space, and Comic Con is such a fucking chaotic place to begin with right and and uh luckily things went pretty well but it was like we had like we had to be in la for a shoot at seven on friday but that got canceled which meant that the director taylor wanted to hang out at hang out at comic-con now we have time and i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) hanging out at comic-con's a it's an ordeal but yeah let's do it we're here we have free badges and so make um, the most of it. And then we came, yeah, we came to LA and then we, uh, we shot yesterday. Did I, I don't, did I mention who we shot with? You well, didn't no, show. Not to me. Um, we shot with Sean Diston, who is a comedian and the, uh, the story executive, um, for the lost parody on TBS called wrecked. Um, oh, okay. Which, which came out like six years after Lost ended. I remember seeing the trailers for that. Yeah, um, and he's a massive Lost fan, so that was really good. And it, it, we got a nice perspective on um, what it's like in a writer's room, which is which is pertinent to what we have, have been doing on the shoot. Uh, after that, we uh, interviewed Malcolm David Kelly. Excellent. Played Lil Walt, who's now Big Walt because it's been you know twenty years since he played Walt. Right. And then uh, McGainey. Oh yeah, you were happy to talk. You were saying you're going to talk to McGainey. Yeah, man, what a dude. You said he was super nice every time you talked to him. What a dude. Uh, Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm excited about some of the stuff he said. Because does he always play a heavy? It feels like he's always like a toughie. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And he talked about that. And um, but before cameras were rolling and we we're shooting the shit, I had to bring up Club Dread. They had and to. He's, he's, he's <laughs> wonderful. Um, uh, I mean, it's not going to be in the movie because the cameras weren't rolling yet. And uh, but he was just he was a sweetheart. Said he loves the lizards. He said uh, that Club Dread. So I asked him about Paxton, and he 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 said that him and Paxton became really good friends. Oh wow! On that shoot, and every Thanksgiving they would go back down to where they shot it. They didn't go to the exact resort, but they'd go stay down there uh, with their families uh, every Thanksgiving. Like no shit after yeah. That's so I was like yeah. And then I was like, oh, sorry that your friend is gone. But right. it's just like, it just sounds like Bill Paxton is like exactly what you think. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. It's, and so is MC Gaining. Holy shit. I can't, I can't wait. He is the only person um, in the documentary to uh, uh, say the C word. Which hey, is cool. Great. Cues? Because he was, he was quoting somebody. That guy's a real cues. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, we want to save stuff for the documentary, but I will say this: wait, wait. that um, uh, there's been a lot of talk about the writers' room and stuff, and and inclusivity. Mm-hmm. And um, there's only one gay character on the show, Lost. And you talked and... to him, the actor that portrayed him, right? But the actor that came up with that that wasn't in the scripts, and he started playing that because of a line. Uh, that wasn't intended to mean that he was gay. And uh, after he told the writers that, then they started altering the scripts. Wow. So if it wasn't for him, there would be zero. There'd be wow. no gay characters on Lost. Wow, that's, that's right. And that's interesting. I also it's like. It's funny. It's like a, it's, he's, he's great. He's so great. I also like how thematically you got um, 
you got we're gonna have to take the boy and the boy <laughs> dude so when we we went and talked to fred lane who played the marshal this is uh, a couple months ago mm-hmm. oh wow okay and of course i i conversation went into con air because he was the pilot in con air oh okay right? Okay, and so we're talking, and he started talking about Con Air, and he started talking about MC Ganey, and I'm like, "Oh, do you still do you still talk to MC?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I still talk to him." I'm like, "You know, he was in Lost." He's like, "That's right," like because Mr. Friendly and the Marshal never had any interaction, no. right? Right, no. right. So, so he's like, "Yeah, let me call MC, <laughs> and I'll let you guys know." So we took off, we got in our car, went to our next shoot, and on the way. We got an email from Malcolm David Kelly saying, I want to do the movie. And then a text from Fred, here's MC's number. He wants to be uh, in the movie. Like that's great. right at the same time. And then so we interviewed Malcolm David Kelly five minutes away from MC Ganey. Uh, we, we couldn't get him together, but we wanted to. But it was it was a weird Really weird yeah. coincidence. Right. But that- Malcolm David Kelly was so excited that we told him, Yeah, we're gonna go see MC and he's like, Oh, tell him I said hi. He's such a nice <laughs> guy and all this stuff. Oh. But yeah, MC Ganey is just like a vegan hippie that wants to move to Oregon. He's 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 no nonsense. He's oddly no nonsense like a man's man who won't put up with shit, but also like kind of laid back. Is he like Eagleton <laughs> Ron? It sounds like uh, he's like both. Okay. Like both I don't know how he's not as least. <laughs> he's, he's like if Eagleton Ron was also mixed with like, oh man, uh, 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 Bob Vance. Okay. From Vance Refrigeration. Weird. Yes. Like he's a really like like a real yes. <laughs> what line of work are you in? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, that line is awesome. But uh, yeah, he's just like I mean, guy like imagine what it's like to hang out with MC Ganey and that's exactly how it that's what it is. And I'm kinda shocked that people who know him call him MC and not We we talked about that. I called him MC and he was talking like, I just put MC on the clapperboard and he's like, yeah, you know, when someone calls me and and asks for MC, I know it's some fucking PA who doesn't know who I am. (laughs) And I'm like, I said, I said, I've been calling you MC uh, just because you, you, that's what your answering machine said. And uh, I mean, his name's, his name's uh, uh, Michael Connor. Ganey and because of SAG Mike Connors right. was around and they right. didn't want it to get confused and he went confused. through every name to like what they would call he said we me and my friends got drunk and high and we tried to come up with my SAG name and they were coming up with like numb nuts McGaney and I was like this is <laughs> what a, this is so fucking amazing and he was like high and drunk and just sitting around in a circle just coming up <laughs> with like the stupidest names and then he called up Sag and he's like can I just use my initials and they're like yeah and he's like alright but Sounds no one good. like calls him yeah I I, I I still call them MC but I he didn't he didn't clarify what to call him he just said I can tell when it's a PA or some little kid assistant calling me up because they call me mc and i was just like i just flat out said it i was just like yeah i did i did that too i've I've done that as well (laughs) yeah i'm in that category sir he's great i i i mean he i like i feel like we're buddies now i feel like i want to go like i I just want to i really want to go and hang out with him well really bad Really take him to a we have great spot. stories. What's that? Take him to a vegan spot. Get some, uh, I don't know. Baba Ganesh. I don't know. <laughs> I, ate vegan. I ate a vegan burger yesterday at the at Nomu, which is over by the place we stay. Um, I slept in uh, the Kirkland's bunk bed <laughs> this oh, yeah. week. And uh, uh, boy, is my back tired. Um <laughs> But yeah, I had a vegan like, burger and stuff. Like, the, the, one of the uh, best burgers I've ever had, meat or otherwise, was a vegan burger. 
Oh, yeah, I really can't re- well, I can't remember. I'm going to look it up. Uh, and guess what? Get, and what, then, what is it? We were going to order shakes, but I wasn't uh, good. I, I wanted something more refreshing. So they had a vanilla lemonade. Oh, okay. And let me tell you I something. I had that. It was, it wasn't too, it wasn't like you imagine like a really sweet tart lemonade or and mixed with like cream soda. It wasn't that. Like you could see the vanilla, the little flecks of vanilla bean in there. Ooh. Oh, wow. And it was a real subtle, it was a real subtle lemon and a real subtle vanilla. So, you know, like when you have a, a mint julep, the new mint julep at um, New Orleans Square. I have not had a new not, one. I haven't had one not, in decades. It's not really sugary or super sweet. It's still refreshing. Oh, good. It, it was it was like that. Like imagine like a like a Arnold Palmer, but instead of tea, it was like a nice hint of vanilla. Uh, and they only make it there. And I was like, shit, I'm gonna try to make it somewhere else. I have to figure out how to recreate this. I need to find a vanilla, like a freestyle machine, maybe. Oh, maybe yeah. Maybe. Incidentally, the name of the place is Monty's Good Burger. Vegan burgers. Oh, I've and heard about Monty's. I heard and it's, it's one of the best burgers I've ever had. Like, I would not have known that it was vegan. And it was very I think maybe the next time we head down, because Nomo was like in walking distance. But yeah. I think the next time we head down, maybe I'll try Monty's. Because I've heard about Monty's. I heard it it's looks good. really good. It, it's yeah. really, really good. I, I, I prefer it over other burgers. It's uh, yeah. Monty's Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. <laughs> Home of the Monty's Good Burger, Bacon Burger Dog. Oh, I was telling Ben, or maybe I was telling Harmony about um, a place called Oinkster, which is definitely not a vegan right. place, but they have their own beverage, and it's called Oinkster Aid, and it's an orange soda. Okay, but it's not like you know Sunkissed or Fanta or whatever. It tastes is like it oranges. It tastes like the mist that you get off an orange when you're peeling it. That's what oh, it tastes oh. like. And it's so goddamn good. Like orange I oil. It. I don't even know what you would. It's so refreshing. And so, because real orange soda is kind of, I mean, I like it, but it's kind of has a harshness to it. No, this real is. Real orange soda is like one of the sweeter sodas we have. Yeah. It's up it's, there and it can be a bit much. <laughs> I should know. I used to be harsh. Unless you did. <laughs> but it's sort of like grape soda. Like, I guess this kind of tastes like grape, and you can kind of plug it in for grape, but it's not, that's not really what grape tastes like. No. Yeah. No, I've had this, a grape that tastes like that. Have you? Yeah. yeah uh, 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 Scott Henderson in, in Custodial uh, brought oh, yeah. some in. He, he, he grows them in his backyard. They only grow in like September or something. And they're real, they're like a good sized grape, but the, the most, the thickest skin grape you'll ever see. And they only grow for like, like September 9th through 29th or something weird like that. Very small. And he brought them, he brought like, like five of them in a, in a baggie and gave me one as if Mm -hmm. it was like, I I felt honored and I ate it and it tasted like that. Interesting. Grape flavor. It tastes like grape flavor. I'm like, this is amazing because that's what grape flavor tastes like. And do you know about, I learned this on the Ralph Report, Ralph Garman show. Mm-hmm. Do you know about banana flavor? I do. Yeah. It's an interesting story you know too. About, yeah. Maybe? Right. Maybe. I don't know. You like I know about Twinkies want. and banana flavor, but what, what what's the story with this? So banana flavor that you get in candy, like your basic runts or Laffy Taffy. Laffy that's Taffy. Banana flavor. Oh, sure. Um, is based on a real banana that has like gone extinct. Oh it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the gross, the gross Michelle. Like now we yes. all eat Cavendish. But the, the, we don't all, mm-hmm. but the main banana in the United States here is the Cavendish. But a, pri- a predecessor, the gross Michelle. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. Uh, yeah. Like Ralph said, it died out. Or there was a blight. It was overfarmed. Whatever the situation was, they ran out of it. And that's what the banana flavor was based on because that's what people thought of as banana at the time when that was becoming a thing. Fuck, we need to get this banana back. Like, <laughs> like they're going to have to do some, some like trapped in amber or something. Like, we, we have to have sure. the technology. That's right. Right. Life will uh, find a way. But then also, yes, the bananas we eat now are also going bye bye. Which is fine. It's, it's all like one plant. There's no, there's like no diversity. No seeds. I'm, yeah, they, they, exactly. They're all uh, clones of each other. None of them. That's the way it works with fruits. You know, yeah. 
fruit trees, I don't know if it's the same for the bananas because they grow weirdly, but like every apple you have that's a pink lady is all just Mm -hmm. from a graft of the one tree that they developed to be a pink lady tree. Mm -hmm. Like once you get that varietal, you can't have offspring because it's going to be half pink lady, half something else. So it's always they they cut off a, a bit of the branch with and graft it onto like a, a tree that's already been growing. So yeah, that's science that's sort of take care of that shit. Yeah, we got to science that up. Science, got to do some science on that. That's funny because you talked about the the small uh, yield time for the grape flavored grapes because there's an apple called Cosmic Crisp, and I swear when it came out like two or three years ago, you've had a Cosmic Crisp. It's a good apple. I have a whole bag of them that I just picked up today. They're so big and so good and firm and sweet and sour and great. But I swear the first year they came out, they were like, okay, these are the Cosmic Crisp. They'll be available for approximately um, five and a half minutes. And (laughs) we'll see you next year. Like, I I swear that they've done whatever they've done. They've increased the yield on those. But if they can make those grapples or whatever they are, grapples. Uh, I would say grape-flavored apple. They're grape-flavored apples. Like if I don't they can make that high. shit, let's get the bananas back. I don't think yeah, they grow let's those. Get the gross think... ladies back. <laughs> I'm sure there's like some like there's some farmhouse someplace that has like a jar of banana preserves that's like in a old barn that's been neglected. We gotta bring this back. Oh yeah, because you always hear about people like that go out and collect heritage seeds and it's you know, here is this apple that hasn't been seen mainstream in forever, but I found it in some dude's backyard. That's stuff fascinating. That's how the boysenberry got here. But enough about mm. that. Um, so, Ralph, what are the, what are the big um, big things at Comic Con? What were yeah. like? What were you besides your balls? Besides your balls, I wasn't. I wasn't there to see shit. I was there yeah, to see like, walking movie. around at like like haunted mansion rickshaws or shit like that. Like, what are you? Fucking, I feel bad for those guys because that's more weight on their fucking bikes. Yes, um, I'm sure they're lightweight, but it was hot. Um, yeah. I did like to see the uh, the the full scale screen use chopper that's being used in the Ahsoka show. Oh wow! Because like we've seen Chopper is a fake cartoon. Yes, and now there he was, the actual one. I um, thought you meant helicopter until like I was I was. It took me a while to catch up. I was like, oh, damn. Because I could picture a full-size helicopter, helicopter on the floor yeah, of the exhibit hall. Yeah. yeah. I was I was already predisposed to think it was the droid because just moments before we recorded, I saw somebody do a Choppenheimer poster, and it was Chopper <laughs> from... Jesus Christ. I know. I know. I, I, I want to support both movies so bad, but I'm sick of the, all of it. I'm, you want to know something? I, if the, if it gets people excited to go to the movies and to participate and talk about shit, mm-hmm. it's all good. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go see Barbie tomorrow, and I'm very excited about it. It's supposed to be terrific. Yeah. Everything's supposed to be terrific. Yes. It's just some don't be terrific. Yes. But I'm I'm excited. And another one I'll see at some point this week. And I am seeing Haunted Mansion next week as well. I'll have a full Ralph's Ralph's movie minute. I'm slightly excited. (laughs) I I I have a small amount of interest in seeing Haunted Mansion. Like that one, kind of appeals to me just because I really like the ride. Does it remind you of? Oh fuck! I don't. Shit! I forget the name. Nah, I fucked up. The they're the Owen Wilson movie with with the haunted house. Oh, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, was that it? Last house on the left, house on Home Hill. House on Home Hill. Ben, was, remember we watched that? Did we? Get I remember was that, West yeah. Sanderson or something was like it, that. Right? No, Luke Sanderson was that his character? Like Luke Wilson and Wes Anderson smashed together. He had his own uh, Hal Delrich. Yeah, it was no, like Hal Delrich. Yeah. yeah, I think that was. Uh, wasn't that Armageddon? I don't know. We all have IMDb. It doesn't matter. Yeah. House on Haunted Hill from 1999 was Famke Jansen, right. Tate Diggs. I don't know. Okay. That sounds like a 1999 movie. Yeah, I mean, I for Hunter Mansion, I was I was excited when it was supposed to be Guillermo del Toro because not only is it Guillermo del Toro, but he is a huge Haunted Mansion fan, like huge, huge, oh. huge Haunted Mansion fan. Yeah. So like, why 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 do that? Why do I, that guy? 
with an amazing well, vision. I think that's didn't he break his back or something? Like he was sidelined by something. Same thing that took him out of the hospital, right? I don't know. I don't know. Something happened. Yeah, but I feel, whatever. I, I feel like enough time has passed. We can have well, like, segways and chairs and stuff. Yeah, I don't move know. around it. Anyway, but, speaking so of segways. So, I'm, I'm, no, I'm disappointed <laughs> with that. But I will say the fact that the commercial has Paul Freeze's voice in it. And is it his like, voice or is it like no? It's it's his voice. The they, it's slightly edited, but it's 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 the on it's the hey, on ride audio. Yes, exactly. But like the fact that they're walking down and it's the the wallpaper that's in the expanding room and like things yeah. like that. Like it looks it looks lovingly uh, influenced by the attraction. I want to make love to you, foolish children. Mortals. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I gotta say, like, you could go two ways with that because uh, if you're in the right frame of mind, if you're feeling uh, charitable, you watch that movie and see, you know, a, a expanding painting or you know any reference to the writing, it'll be like, oh, look, they're showing their their cherishing the source material good for them or you could be cynical and be like oh my god we get it it's based on the ride you don't have to stop like pandering but i love that ride so damn much i, I i'll I'm, take you know, the pandering i'll yeah. take it i'll take the pandering you know i don't love what What's Danny that? DeVito? Segways. and i know i know it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i killed we'll your we <laughs> we uh um, uh, I know that the hack up the hat box ghost is was a, a old thing that never worked, and it was great that it came back. But mm-hmm. fucking a dude, can we stop with the hat box ghost as being like this front and center thing that seemed like I'm fine accepting it as an old design that just we finally got it to work. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the hat box ghost is fucking everywhere. Well, I'm with you. Initially, when 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 I think even before the attraction came out, there were um, like records and books that featured him as a character. So a lot of people mm-hmm. who had never gone on the ride or just had faulty memories always thought that it was something in there because it's part of whatever part of story world. was out there for whatever yeah. record it was because it was in all the concept art and he's a featured character in that. Like it feels so much more about him than the bride these days. Oh, for sure. Well, the bride sucks too. Now they, I, I don't like the new bride at all. Is, is, is Rosario Dawson going to turn into that cat lady? Oh, maybe. I don't know. That'd be great. I, I, well, I I have an update guys. Uh, In the the year of our Lord, 1999, there was a PG 13 film called the haunting. Starring Owen Wilson as Luke Sanderson. Oh, there you go. Who else is in that movie? Is Kari Kat- Wilson? Is that why you were into it? Catherine Zeta Jones is in it. Uh, that Le- makes sense. Liam Neeson's. Really? Uh, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Lily Taylor. That's. I was trying to fight it through Lily Taylor, but I didn't rec- realize to spell her name L I L I. So I couldn't <laughs> find it that way at first. Um, yeah. I don't know. D- directed by Yon DeBont. Oh, <laughs> so is maybe that that's why in 1999 we went and saw that. Maybe, maybe. What a career! <laughs> what a career, John Debon. What a career, John Debon had. That's right. Anyway, well, speaking of John Debon, yeah. Speaking of careers, about here's the thing. Can I just say something? Yeah, of course yeah, you can. Like, this is a podcast where we talk. Of course, that's, I can say that's, like, that's like, the whole thing. Like, can I just go and watch a show with Olivia Coleman? I love her so much. Oh my God! Yeah, yes. I broke the same thing. She's <laughs> so great so every time much. she's, and she's so awesome in everything every scene. she does. And she got. A, I feel like the scene of the week, the Samuel Jackson scene of the week this week was uh, with with Olivia Coleman. Yeah, but I in think the car. much. Are we? He's like, are we doing this? And, and, like, what a great <laughs> duo. <laughs> what a great foil to Samuel Jackson! Totally, I'd, I'd watch I, a, a buddy comedy with them. But even like, so, she be like a Mary Poppins type of character that I can just watch and enjoy. Just pop, like, just, just like let her do her thing. Mary Poppins yeah. who savagely kills people, <laughs> uh, which yeah, I love for her. Hunter, I, I like that for her. 
I, you know what? I think that even to say that, in my opinion, this week that was the the scene of the week. Uh, it's just I, I think we're getting a lot of diminishing returns on this show. I think as the weeks go on, it's just the show is less and less. And uh, do we you only know, have one more episode? By the way, I think we I do. think so. Yeah. Okay. And it was clear. Right. It's very. I mean, okay. like the last scene was basically him saying, "Okay, I'm ready for the finale. Let's bring it on." <laughs> so so clear. Did he keep his jacket in a mausoleum yes. by itself yeah, and, and an eye patch in a mausoleum by but itself? Why, but yes. why? They're, the all separate, they're all separate containers. <laughs> the only thing that patch? makes sense, the only thing that makes sense to me is the earpiece. Because clearly whoever's on the other side of the earpiece, that needs to be kept secret. What's in his eye patch that's so secretive that, it's, oh it's shit, if they get a hold of the coat, they better not get a hold of the eye patch. I want those separate. I want them separate so they don't they don't turn on each other. I, <laughs> it's got to have like technology in it, you know. It's got it's got to maybe it can't unless it's for style. <laughs> I guess the style points. And he switched knit caps too, Ryan. He went from a gray knit cap to like a burgundy red knit cap. Yeah, that's so what he that, wears in the park. That's the Nick Cap report. Oh, you were saying that there's like scrolls now walking around, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're just—I I don't know how frequent they're around, but I, they're around for um, press day for Rogers the Musical, and not like meet and greet or anything. Like people were waiting in line at the Hyperion Theater, and there's a big outdoor staircase, and they just saw like a scroll walking like on like three floors <laughs> up, and then like, like peeking behind columns and shit <laughs> like that. It's like doing cool. the doing the creepy kid walk. Do the creepy kid <laughs> turning around the corner, holding like coffee, and like getting caught by looking at everyone, and have to like slowly walk away out of the out of sight. Yeah. I, I, there I, just, I like, have people to... dressed in normal clothes as guests in line with regular guests going. Boy, this human play sure. I mean, <laughs> this play sure looks good. But well, where's that Fuki everyone's talking about? <laughs> I'm I'm still surprised. You said Rogers the musical. There's still because there's still a part of my brain that's like I, I have a hard Where's, time. What happened to that. Hammerstein? <laughs> <laughs> Hammerstein? Rogers victorious. <laughs> that's it's, so funny to me that they chose to do that. And it's apparently, a fine show. yeah. Please, okay, go ahead. No, no, no. it's well I because I was concerned because. Show. The whole point of the musical in Hawkeye is look at this cheesy thing and it just lasts for a minute. And then you're in a theme park, which already has cheesy entertainment. Like, how do you wink enough at the audience? But apparently, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I was too busy working to go check out the previews because that's what I do when I go to work is I actually work. knits around seeing musicals and shit like that in any event. Um <laughs> Apparently, they very little of it is the parody, like the kind of thing, and it's actually a decent performance. And it, everyone who saw it in my office thought that it was very good. Yeah, well, of course, and so everybody office. in your office who missed around <laughs> and watched, yeah, right. While, <laughs> I was, while I was busy doing my actual job in keeping the Disneyland Resort safe, <laughs> yeah. That's just funny to me. That's crazy. Well, that sounds that makes sense because you're right. Like, how how could you have it be silly the whole time? Even the Aladdin one was only silly. Like whenever the genie was talking, yeah, they still had <laughs> the carpet actually flew. Oh yikes! You've seen that video, right? What did it like? Uh oh. So there's a Are video. Something was that? under your watch. Something um, I, was, was I was not supporting entertainment at that time. So essentially what happened Obviously. is that's the problem. There's um, the way that the brakes work on the carpet that used to fly above the audience that was discontinued after that. It's sort of like a bicycle where there's like a front brake and a back brake. So if you're on a bicycle and you do the front brake and not the back brake, what happens? You flip yeah. over, right? So essentially that's what happened during one of the shows. And apparently they trained for this contingency. I've been told, I don't have any inside information on that, but in the moment, the, with people on it, the, the carpet flipped over and they're, you know, by their harnesses, but it's 
absolutely terrifying because the they have mics on them because they're singing and performing and they're like screaming for their lives. Oh gosh. Like for that. And like the lights come on and like the pre-record uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have some, please proceed to the nearest exit. But like the people in the audience don't know and they're freaking out too. Like they're ready to catch these people who are about to fall. So yeah, they retired. That oh, back. Boy. Long after that. boy, that sounds like the worst thing to ever happen in the Hyperion theater. Oh, actually no. Something worse happened in the Hyperion Theater. And I got that phone call because I was in the office and had to dispatch my managers to there. I oh, was boy. I was on backstage patrol at that time. Yeah, and you did. You were not part of safety, and then I either. was not part of safety. I was I was part of moral of the story. Team. Get Ryan on safety at the get Ryan on your team as soon as possible. Yeah, seriously. Yikes! Nobody at Rogers the Musical. Do they have a Hawkeye watching? The show from the audience. It's, a, it's actually Jeremy Renner. He's actually there so, recovering. That would be so great if he's just like heckling. I'm Hawkeye, <laughs> and that's not how it went. <laughs> now wait a minute. Let me show you <laughs> what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it went a little something like this, Cap. <laughs> pew 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 pew. Arrow arrow arrow. <laughs> So the, speaking of Hawkeye, part of the plan yes. of the scrolls is the Avengers DNA, which they call Harvest. And, you know, Fury sent in some secret collectors to pick up because they all spilled their blood and they grabbed it. And apparently they put it all in one vial instead of like, I would be like, here, let's have some, yeah, I have some Steve Rogers over here, some Thor over <laughs> it's here. all Avengers. <laughs> well he does say that he has tombstones all over the place so maybe there's just one per he should have like a whole barbersaw can full of DNA I don't know about the single vial business but what I was got fury we got fury here but cares. what good would you what good would it do you to have Tony Stark's DNA no offense you know Iron Man great Avenger but you know, his DNA really going to give the scrolls a leg up. He's just a dude, you know? Same with Nat. Same with, with Hawkeye, with Clint. Bunch of dudes in there. For what they're me, really saying me, is Isn't like, like the running theme is we only got this right once with Captain America and anybody else who's tried to do this has gotten seriously fucked up? Like what yeah. makes the yeah. scrolls think they're going to be any different, right? Yeah, that's like baked in. Yeah, for sure. Although, and they already I... have the the aim technology where they, they're able to regenerate themselves. I say, quit while you're ahead. Right. Don't try. You've already got super enough. Yeah. yeah. Gravik was able to take out those those all those guys individually one at a time. And, like, he what's Carol Danvers' DNA going to do? Because she got blasted with energy. That's the thing. Like, there's no, like they're yeah. not going to get that energy blast by getting her DNA, right? Exactly. There's and a lot another of, thing. And, uh, how about, and so here <laughs> these guys are. They say, oh, my God, Gravik's gone too far. He's got all his superpowers. He's killing people just for talking, uh, talking back to him. So I know what we'll do. Grab that plastic bag. It's on. Mutiny. Our, our one weapon against Gravik is. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things that Green Lantern does, though, is he'll just put a bubble around someone's head and just clear out the oxygen. Yeah, I mean, this'll, this'll that, I mean how, he's got to breathe, right? I told Stevie, cool. I said, why don't they just stick a machine gun up against his chest? You can't regenerate that fast. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or try something, even if you wanted to have like <laughs> a couple. Of machine guns like from across the room that that yeah. was such a, a crazy poor plan just like a, yeah. a shit mutiny but um when they they <laughs> did graphic did explain because remember we saw on the computer screen earlier that they had uh cull obsidian's hand and they had a groot and he he explained yeah. um that uh he called a flora colossus but that explains, like, when Gravik reaches out his hand to kill those dudes, it's like a group hand. It's like oh. all branches and shit. I 100% missed that. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, boy. Did, I thought he had a, a, a Hulk hand at one point. When he punched someone super hard, his hand changed. Uh, it might have just been a group hand, but it should have been a Hulk hand. I mean, you had Hulk hands. I had Hulk hands. 
so it's my, my Friendster avatar. <laughs> uh, I want. Did you catch that? This has to be on purpose. Did you catch that? Um, Sonia said, "Cake or death." Yes. Yes. The classic Eddie Izzard bit. Yes. Like that, yes. That's not, a, that's not a coincidence, right? He did the bit, but it wasn't like it was in a historic context. But it wasn't actual a historic line. No, it was just no. his bit. He wrote "Cake or Death." Right. You said death. Right. Uh, right. Exactly. But... Uh, well, I meant cake. Yeah. Exactly. So, out of nowhere, so it had to have been right. It had to have been a reference to that. They're probably Which buddies. Is, That's why I thought British. She yeah. didn't know Eddie Izzard. Yeah. <laughs> that was just. Uh, that was fun. I, I didn't know if it was I, like if I was meant to enjoy it, but I, I was like, that's got to be a reference. And then, of, of course, it made me happy in the moment, and so I just I just assumed that it was a direct reference. Right. It's got to be for me. If I, if, I, if I want it to be for me, then it is. I'm not even going to ask anybody. I'm not going to consult the internet on this one. No. No, I'm just going to enjoy choose it. to believe. And then maybe I'll go back and watch. That was from... License to uh, kill. Like dress to kill. Dress to kill. That, I think you're right. <laughs> License to kill was Timothy Dalton. <laughs> Slightly. He's also in Hot Fuzz with with Olivia Coleman. With yeah. Oh may God, may I ask so a question? Much. Because I don't yes, think I'm I was in love with Olivia Coleman. Yeah, <laughs> we all love her. Yeah, she needs her own show. <laughs> Who's who was the dude on the plane with Nick Fury? Have we seen that guy before? I wish they, I knew. They were chatting it up like we should know who he is. I, I by context, I inferred that he's a Boston Red Sox fan. Yes. So, um, no, but British, also by that's context, probably that's probably the clue for us to remember that he was in like Shang Chi or something. I don't know. I, 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 he have to he has to have been Shield, I think, because I think that's why. Fury had that line about the helicarrier. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of shield, we get uh, Colby Smulders credit again because they showed I, the picture again. Yes, yeah, so that's funny. I love it so that's, much. If she gets money, best. that's great. Yeah, she that's must, true. right? I I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how, I mean, how what her contract says. So I mean, Disney and Marvel cents. are famous for just giving money to people who right. absolutely it. fairly and <laughs> and equitably. Yikes. It's like the. So I'm going to look this. I'm going to look up this guy and see. Yeah, who's that guy? Seriously, with the Bosox app. Because but, uh, there was but, one. There was one line where he was like, "Oh, my mother, blah blah blah." Yeah, no, and not he says, my mother. mother. And he says, "Your mother, right?" And this is your mother. It was. It was your mother. It was vague enough to say, like, are they? Do they both have the same mother? That's it, it. Related. It was the, <laughs> so I went because, back to look at the subtitles. It's like it could be read either way, but like, yeah. no, it's not directly saying that it's they have the same saying, mother. But but Fury said Chad, like, mom, Fury. "Mama thought this," and the guy was like, "Mom said this." Neither of them said my mom or your no, mom. No, it no, was, no. I went vague. back because I was like, "Oh, is that how they're tell- letting us know that this is Steve Fury or something?" But if I think Fury Rick. has a brother, we should know that by now, right? We should and you, yeah, and. I think it would be so on the nose. It's like, whatever you say, brother, like when we were kids together as yeah, siblings. Right. So, Ralph, what are you seeing? I'm, lo- I'm, I'm currently looking. Okay. Well, I... while you're doing that, let me see what else I got. Oh, the other thing, when um, Fury is talking to Gaia in the safe house or whatever it is, and like the police roll up with lights and sirens. That seems like a poor strategic move on their part. If they're we trying to get, get... That spy, <laughs> get as loud as you can and go after him. <laughs> I then I, but the transition from there is fury gets away. Cause he's a spy and he's got, his yes, method. he is. And he leaves Gaia with the van that he drove away from the motorcade, apparently with Talos's body in it. So somehow, she evades the police cordon with with that van <laughs> and the corpse in order to give him a Darth Vader funeral. Yeah. And Talos is dead. Okay. For real yeah, confirmed. dead. Confirmed, confirmed dead. dead. Mm, I, don't I, don't I don't know. We'll see. All right, Ralph, what's uh what what'd you find? I'm on an article right now, so okay. just give me a 
give me a quick second, but it is, sure. it seems like, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my God. It's okay. This is like trying to get uh, a recipe online. Okay. Oh yeah. We're it's a nice story. Story. So, okay. This is the, this yes. is the headline. Secret Invasion okay, episode that? five. Who is Fury's pilot? Yeah. Perfect. What to know if you miss Black Widow. So I think he's from... Uh, I saw Black Widow once. I saw pilot. the first 45 minutes of Black Widow. Oh, yeah. That's, that should be good enough. That ought to count for partial credit. It just seemed like a TV movie. Like, I know that it was, like, probably wrapped up at the beginning of the pandemic and all that. It just felt like a TV movie the way it was shot and put together. And my child became disinterested and we stopped watching. I've had uh, that... Uh, feeling with like almost every Marvel movie, with the exception of a couple. Really? Yeah. Like so your the Guardians threat- or your your Ragnarok Thor stuff. Uh, oh yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that about those. But. Ragnarok more more so than Love and Thunder. Uh, the the threat to New Scroll Rose is that that they're going to shoot it, they're going to blow it up, right, and then start their war they want anyway, but. What I think they they dropped a line to try to remind us. There's also humans there. There's yes. also you know, is the there that they have on ice. Real Rody is there. Real Rody is there. We would assume, yeah. Or did we yeah. see him? No, but I mean that was the thing. Is that's that, where all the humans um, are. Yeah, that's where all the humans are, and that's how they're able to get their deep memories is because they're in those pods. Yeah. So he plays a character called Mason, who is also in Black Widow. Well, there you go. Um, Did do our homework. Oh, yes. Watch every single Marvel. Like if you go there. to if you go to his IMDb page, there's like yeah. a scene with him mm-hmm. in Black Widow. That's good. But I do not know his. I do not really remember what he did, and I will not be pronouncing this actor's last name. His first name is O hyphen T, and then I'm not gonna. You don't want to. You don't want to get it wrong. Yes, I OG. don't want to get it wrong. I will. I will. <laughs> I'll post it in the uh, private chat, and everybody playing at home, you can look up the guy who plays this guy. Fair enough. So, well, so okay, yeah. so he is an established character, I, I guess. I don't know. My, but my you have first... to remember, like four movies ago or five movies ago. <laughs> yes, I highly <laughs> recommend everybody look up his name. And what uh... did I say? What character's name was? I'm so Rick, glad I'm uh, Mason. You said Mason. Mason. Not a, so glad I'm not in middle school anymore. Um, <laughs> it's bad enough with the medicated ointment. Um, I did like a good line from Samuel Jackson this week. Was are you out of your scroll ass mind? <laughs> no, no, you must be out of your scroll ass mind. Like, oh, that's nice. Uh, uh, the shootout shoot was rad. What was that? The shootout. The shootout was rad. I enjoyed that very much. Yeah. They showed With their some battle. Their yes, battle lots backpacks. of blood, lots of mist in this episode. Yeah. yeah. They have, yeah, uh, I... of course, any house that where Nick Fury lives, you're going to have like the whole setup, like Mister. Mrs. Smith, where you, you put in the code and here comes all but, the weaponry. Yeah, and Amelia Clark seemed to know exactly where it was too. <laughs> Standard. She just ran right to it. And they put on those backpacks, those crazy battle backpacks, where it's like it's not even a Jansport, yeah, yeah, with guns or something. I don't it's know. like it's a tie-in. There's a, a secret invasion backpack available <laughs> this fall, just in time for back to school. And and it's like, and, and I don't even know if there's anything in the back because it was more about like like in Snatch, where he's dressed as a rabbi and he's got all the guns strapped to the front of his um, front, yeah. <laughs> it's about having all the guns placed in the front and those convenient uh, holsters. It, it, there was a classic moment where Rode, Fury has Rhodey. He's got the drop on Rhodey. He's got a gun up to his face. And he's like, right. okay, I, I'm going to take you out. But he can't because the Secret Service guy with the busted arm is right there. And he'll always, of course, shoot next. Uh, or probably before they even have a chance to say, oh, yeah, he was a scroll. And then... All of a sudden, there's a whole crowd of Secret Service guys, potentially scrolls. We don't know, but they're all drawn down on Fury. And then Fury gets away. 
which yeah. is frustrating, except we know that they need him to find Harvest. Like at least yeah. in it's kind of like when they when um Han and Leia and everybody get off the Death oh. Star the first one because like uh-huh. they they're trying to follow them. Right. It's like they put a tracker. They're tracking us. Yeah, exactly. No, oh, good tracker. tracker. <laughs> <laughs> we had just invented it for the previous <laughs> scene. Uh, the other thing that I have not noticed in that scene is they were really laying on the neck hard. In that, oh. Yeah, Nick. I'm going to get you, Nick. Yeah, oh. Yeah, we know. We know. Now that his, his, his wife called him Fury. Yeah, his wife called him Fury. He's calling him Fury. Nobody calls me Nick. Um, I have a theory, uh, or do we know who's on the other side of the earpiece? I, we do not I don't know. know. That individual. Is it called theories? Who is it? Who do you oh, think? I, I think it's, I think this is the real roadie. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be a cool reveal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to be. Like roadie, like, like I would, I, I feel like it would answer the question, is roadie alive? And it would be also kind of rad. Like it would just be like, oh, cool, someone yeah, showing up in like armor. Yeah, here comes <laughs> like, War Machine see... as the cavalry. Yeah, yeah, that that would be that would be much preferable to. And no offense to the guy that played Mason or whatever, it would be much preferable to some sort of deep cut like that, where it's like, oh, Fury has another ally. He was in a five-minute scene at the end of Iron Man Two. Like, I, it would be nice if it's someone that we know now. <laughs> Cat Dennings yeah. comes to the rescue. Heck yeah, <laughs> of course. I'd be I'd be on board with that. Yeah, but awesome. I, I, here's why. Here's why I don't think it's it's uh, Rhodey because they would have to explain how he escaped New Scrollton or sure. whatever, right? Like who? So who? So let's assume that Rhodey is in one of those pods. Okay. Who I think else? It's do you only live twice. Situation. Oh, is it? Um, what the fuck is his name? Talos. Is this going to be where we where we finally get Coulson back? Maybe because here's the one thing we're to assume is that Fury oh, planted like that, that shit. I forgot like that. Yeah, Fury planted that shit in the tomb a while back, and it's the same thing as like um, in the beginning of Infinity War when uh, Tony Stark still has a phone with Steve Rogers' phone number on it. Somehow the phone that's in Fury's duster is like still charged after years of being stored in this tomb. Um, uh, technology. He yeah. has a fake face net that he could wear. Two weeks. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, that, that was good. The widow's veil. That dude it. was weird. That dude was like kind of crazy looking. Like his hair was it, something. He was like emotionless. Right. The face, and so I'm like, oh, that's like Nick Fury, but wait, he's not a scroll. I also thought that Dermot Mulrooney was Nick Fury in bed, like listening to uh, a roadie spill all these beans, and then he's gonna go, aha, I'm yeah, I, actually I heard Nick everything. Fury, but it wasn't. It, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It's I, I think. I feel like this. So this is only six episodes, which is nice, but I feel like maybe they pulled an Obi Wan and took a movie script that was just kind of like eh, it's fine, and just spread it out over six episodes. It does it feel was, a little stolly to me. It, yeah. it, Although tracks, people were like, shitting on this episode really hard online, and it, it's like mostly boring on. episode. And it's like it was fine. It was certainly better. Stuff than happened. Movie. Shit happened. Yeah. Olivia yeah. Coleman happened. Yes. It could be five minutes of Olivia Coleman and 30 minutes of something else, and that's more than fine. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I think when. Um... But there was a shootout. They're running around and doing stuff. They're doing yeah, comic they books. They found out things and stuff. And like like faith changing technologies and, sure. and scrolls getting shot by Olivia Coleman. Yes. In the. Like, yeah. She's she yeah. the next buildings And yeah. I just, the thing is, here we go again with the face-changing technology to find out that it's a possibility after he used it. It's a bit of a cheat to us. Just yeah. slightly. That's all. But I, I want to say one thing that points toward like, kind of what Ryan was saying is 
if you look at the runtime for the episodes, they're getting smaller and shorter and (laughs) thankfully shorter because I tried to squeeze this in before recording. It's like, oh, fuck, am I going to make it this week or not? It's like, oh, I got plenty of time. I'm going to make myself a hot pocket. It's barely more than half an hour. (laughs) So like Nick Fury was his face change thing sounded like it was an older version of it. Yes. Yeah. They talked about that. So why can't he just go on the news and say, I didn't shoot Colby Smulders. Look at, look at how this can make anyone look, look like at it. how this old contraption works. Maybe they'd get someone posed as me, and you can clear your name and also not mention scrolls to the general public. You would you would keep the scrolls out of it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe well, maybe we'll it's see. just like oh, it's a national secret still still. Uh, what do they what do they call it? National right. security. Mm. But I don't know. I I, I'm, I'm I'm looking. I'll watch the next one. You know. I'll, Good. I'll watch it. I'm glad. There's only really one more to go. And it, yeah. like all in all, like I like the people in it. So that's yes. helping. Yeah. Yes. That helps a lot. There's a lot of charisma on screen. Sure. Yeah. And I mean Olivia Coleman. Sure. Yeah. If they, yeah, if they kill sure. her off, I'm gonna be pissed. I mean No, on. but they're gonna bring her back. Her and Julia Louis Dreyfus are gonna go running around doing shit together. I don't know. Fuck, I'd watch oh. that show. I would watch that show. <laughs> She's so cool, and she was killing people left and right. And she shot that dude when he, uh, the Dalton guy, when he had the uh, other Dalton in a headlock. And then, then Fury's like, "Oh yeah." And then Rhodey's a scroll, and she's just what? <laughs> she totally, <laughs> she doesn't know everything. You know what? I think Olivia Coleman should be the next James Bond. Ooh, I'd like to hear her do some, do a movie full of quips and shooting people and stuff. Just give her her own thing too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that she can't play James Bond, but James let's just, Bond. I want no, I want no sort of predetermined like expectations in the character. I feel like she would have to like fit a specific mold to play James Bond. Let's yeah. just make a spy movie with yes. Olivia Coleman. Yes, get on yeah. Ben. Get on that. I I'll want a treatment people. by end of this week. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. We're all in strike. No, that's All right. right. Shit. Never mind. All right. When the strike is over, is it is it cool to call people right. and tell them to think about it? Like, I don't think I don't I don't can, think that's kosher. Can you do I, an outline? I, I don't know if that's technically against the rules, but it certainly is. Like, <laughs> you're putting things in motion, right? As yeah. as far as the writers are concerned, like stop talking real now. Uh, yes. I imagine those of them that can that like have the something put away or have a side hustle or whatever. Those of them that can are probably writing as much as they can right now. You can write now. Just can't sell it. I, yeah, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you can bank shit. Like, like yeah, if you were saying you're writing something spec, like not, a, not, not something that someone ordered. I feel not like an adaptation. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like it would be too, but I don't know if it is because you're still essentially working. Hmm. Under the auspice of you know that it is going to go to somebody, I don't. I it's, I guarantee say, you they all have. I guarantee you they all have a buttload of stuff in their in their notes in the uh, on their oh, sure. phones, like the voice phones. memos as yeah. they're as they're picketing. Like, oh, what about a movie about uh, a guy that prunes trees for a living? <laughs> <laughs> I will say there's a auction coming up to support the writer's fund where people are putting up, you know, signed scripts and things like that. But um, somebody, I'm going to show it on the screen to these gentlemen. This is from the Simpsons wrap of, of their 2004 production year that Al Jean gave to everybody. It's a cell and it recreates the Beatles red and blue album. And on the red, it's the Tracy Ullman Simpsons Models. and on the blue it's the 2004 Simpsons and I'm going to bid the shit out of that thing. <laughs> good luck dude that's really cool looking. Yeah. Good luck dude. Yeah. We're all that's counting cool on you. Stuff. Um, a Rick and Morty skate deck that was also a, a gift from season 5. Well some people. Like I watched an episode I didn't care for it. It's okay. It's, a, for, it's definitely as somebody who came into it late it's an acquired taste and yeah. Aside from all the Justin Roiland horseshit, like it's a good show. I mean, I uh, very much. A fandom can ruin something for you, 
and especially that fandom can be like very vociferous and toxic. But that's it's that's a hundred percent why I didn't get into the show. I had cut the cord. I had missed when it debuted, and all I heard was people talking about it. And the fandom struck me as being toxic, and I I was not interested in watching the show. And then. Uh, I finally got around to it in some of the later seasons, and I really, really, really enjoy it. Yeah, there's Especially a lot of the seasons in which Justin Roiland is not involved with it. Season three on is terrific. Yeah, there's a lot of really good stuff there. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of worth to it. Absolutely, I think I, I enjoy the the program very much. Speaking of replacing Justin Roiland, had, did you see the clip they released for Solar Opposites? Uh, yeah, it's a, yes, I did. So, they, Ralph, did you see this? Mm-mm. So they replaced Justin Roiland as the voice actor, but they didn't even attempt to get somebody who sounded like him. It's a British guy, <laughs> and what they're doing, like explanation, the, yeah. No, but it's at like, the beginning, they're like where they're doing like the synopsis for each episode. It's like, yes, and this is how my voice sounded all the time. And if you think it sounded different, it's because and it's like some in-universe explanation. But nope, this is my voice. This is always how it's been. Just gaslighting it, like 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 the reveal <laughs> of, of Tol- <laughs> like the reveal of Tolkien's real name on South Park. <laughs> Did, you, have, did you see that, Ryan? Did you were you aware of this? That that they reviewed revealed they revealed, what? They, revealed the, they revealed the character Tolkien. Like they revealed his, you know the oh. origin of his name. Is that his fan was a big Tolkien fan, and they did it in a very like gaslighting way, explaining that the character's name was never Token. Why would you think that? Only uh, a jerk would think that. <laughs> and uh, like they do that with like Stan being the lens of Stan thinking he's going crazy because everyone's like, "No, his name's Tolkien. What are you talking about?" <laughs> That's funny. Or well, DJ gentlemen, ski mask. Yes. I just love Lord. talking about DJ Ski Mask. But did you watch the Wet Hot American what? Summer the Wet Hot American Summer TV show? I did. There's yeah, been but two seasons, by the way. Uh, I've watched yeah, them both, but the, I don't... So, so Bradley Cooper, who's a very busy person, came in to, re- play, to play his character Ben. Ben. But he only had like a day or something to shoot. And they had a big party at the end of the season where all the characters showed up and in comes DJ ski mask, uh, a DJ who wears a ski mask <laughs> and they say, Hey everybody, DJ ski mask is really Ben. And DJ ski mask says, Hey everybody, I'm going to DJ. But they do have, <laughs> they did shoot a scene like earlier where it's like, he has the ski mask and it's, uh, and it's actually yeah. Bradley Cooper. It's like, I'm going to put this on so I can be a DJ or something like that. So it's like, they said it out. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I haven't seen those in a while. Well, let's watch them. Let's do it. Let's do a while is Stella. And do you yes. know what to do about that? I have this old hard drive yes. and it has all of my stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go. I have a thing coming in the mail that's going to let me get all of my stuff back. And I'm going to watch Stella. Awesome. That sounds like a great job. Yeah. Let me know if you find any of the pictures we were talking about last time. Yeah, I don't know if there's any photos on this hard drive, but. Um, we'll see. You never know. It's a treasure trove. So, Ralph, yeah. you're taking your lady out for for a meal tonight? Go get a hot a hot A dinner. meal. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, a meal. meal. Uh, <laughs> I don't even we know what you. from, but it's, it's, what's that from? We're dead. You're dead. We killed you. That's a meal from um, Robocop. Robocop. Uh, <laughs> He's the uh, one that recognizes that, uh, <laughs> that Robocop is alive. Yeah. Uh, so are you going oh, that's so good. Special? No. Where are you going to go? Make me jealous. Make me jealous by where you're going to be. Out back. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Nice. They got the like a plane or whatever. Or... Yeah. No rules, yeah. dude. No rules. No Just rules. right. All right. Well, I feel like we're all running out of steam here. Whatever <laughs> steam we had is long gone. We're about to hit an hour of record time. Yeah. The, yeah. We'll be high energy. You want hour to play energy. and. Yeah. Well, we have next week the big old finale. Who knows? Let's maybe 20 minutes, 25. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> it's 15 minutes. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's just the resolution. They dust their hands off. Everything happens off screen. 
Looking forward to it. What we say at the end of each episode. I say you must be out of your secret invasion ass mind. Oh, that's good. I like that. Way better. I'm for the harvest moon.